What's going on? What's going on, world? Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Welcome to the Lucky Underdogs podcast, brought to you by Believe Network and Good Men Productions. Thank y'all for tuning in. However you get your podcast, whether that's on Valley Sports, on TV in Ohio, whether that's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pod. However, appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm Devin Butler. Hey, I'm CJ Procise. And welcome back to Lucky Underdogs, where we highlighting the guys who don't really get the shine every week, the guys who don't get the media coverage. And that, that's what the Lucky Underdog is. And you know, we're here this week to to highlight those guys and not just highlight those guys, but to bring up the, the success of the whole team and kind of everything that the, the guys got going around the locker room. So we're here every week, man. We're here every week, all season. All season, Charlie. So, we here. We're here. So let's get into this game. Let's get into this game. So... Well, before Big we get win. into that, though, oh, oh yeah, that, oh, Charlie, peep the swag, man. Oh yeah, what's that? Ooh, believe, yeah, yeah, that's that believe snapback. Oh man. yeah, we need, yeah, we need yeah, to say get those sent out. I can't really wear hats, you know. I can't really wear hats too much. I gotta, I gotta take the snap yeah. all the way out. Young so roster, always, young roster. Yeah, yeah, man, you mm-hmm. know, dread like roster. See, I got a little head, so I got a little head. <laughs> I got I got no snap screen. We got all the snaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all, the snap. all the way. <laughs> but this the classic, the green build, though. That's how you know it's a real snapback yeah. right there. Like for sure. That's the... back to like NWA type days. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Right that's the old school, you know. Old school look, man. That's what we like. That's yeah, what we like. And then if they don't know, they got to, they better ask their mama or their daddy or something. I mean, definitely somebody oh. gotta know. It's so my mm-hmm. uncle, uncle, aunt, Some, you know. somebody <laughs> help. <laughs> but all right, yeah, man, like you yeah. were saying, let's go on to that Notre Dame win. Big, oh, yeah, big man. win, bro. Huge, big man. Win. Huge win, man. It was um, a crazy game, though. Like, interesting. An hour interesting. And 45 delay. An hour and 45 minutes delay. Who them delays, man? Man. I've never played in a delay. You played in a delay before? I had, I think I had one. It wasn't, it wasn't a long one. But I've had, you know, I've heard stories from delays and even just even I even having like I think it was 15, 20 minutes, even like that, you know, you all you up, ready to go. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right, everybody chill. We can't do nothing. And it was like, dang. And for the people watching, man, I'm telling you, I mean, especially you, Dev, you ain't even have you ain't have never had a delay. Man, you know, you know how hype you get before that game. You ready to go. We're ready to go for kickoff. You yeah. good a foot five minutes in and they like, all right, shut it down. What? Oh man. Yeah, the, nah, that's wild. Yeah, like, the energy, that's... energy is just I mean, even you cause you go sit down, them legs start getting heavy. All yeah, of a sudden like, them, that juice is gone. Do you get retaped? Like you take you like especially with an hour and forty five minutes, like hour forty five watch pads, like I'm definitely. definitely about to kick my feet up for at least like you know, there was 15, already wet, coach. It's like, already getting rained on too, so it's like they had that's my shirts. Socks probably had to get new socks and stuff like. Yeah, they had coach was talking about in this press conference. Everybody had extra pair of cleats for the grass mm-hmm. alone, and then with the weather added on top of that, because I ain't gonna lie, playing in the rain is my like that's my worst. I hate playing in the rain, bro. Like honestly, I wish they just cancel a football game if it's raining. Bro, I'll tell like, you, that's, man. Listen, that's man. how I feel about it personally, <laughs> bro. Like. I'm not trying to be out here in this rain, coach. Like, come on, yo. Like, and I know y'all not neither. Like, we will. No, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's just like, you know, them rain games, it's like, you know, we're going to just run the ball the whole time. So it's like, 
and nobody trying to throw it because the receiver is not going to catch it. Like the ball just slipping and sliding everywhere. Right. And it's just, it's just tough, man. It's, you know, it's, especially as a ball carrier, like you just yeah. you're more worried about just protecting the ball than even like trying to get yards half the time. Like it's, it's a stressful, it's a stressful environment to be in on a, especially when yeah. it, those games, when it's just pouring, raining and stuff like that, the worst. Mm-hmm. Especially because on defense, that's all you know. So yeah, I'm about to punch at the ball. Like this thing, this might be come out. Like, yeah, 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 I'm telling you. Like, First, that's all. Yeah. Like, yeah. And speaking of that, you know, Notre Dame had Sam had a, a couple of turnovers, man. He had that one. Well, he had two fumbles, only lost one. Mm-hmm. I know that's a, what's this like the second and third game in a row with no, that's the fumble? that's the third game, man. It's a third straight game with a fumble. And, you know, it's not, you know, obviously that's that's not a trend that we want to keep. You know, it's something we kind of want to get rid of. Uh, I think, you know, most offenses and off- offensive coordinators at first, the first thing they talk about every week is ball security in um, most uh, 90% of them. So uh, it's definitely going to be security, job security. Exactly. You feel me? So so yeah. that's going to be that's definitely going to be the uh, I, I would think going to be the main, you know, obviously protecting Hartman as well. But um, that's going to be the main emphasis this week is probably, you know, protecting that ball because, you know, it might not affect them this week or last week or the week before, but when they play against the team Ohio State, USC, when you're giving mm-hmm. a, a team like that extra possessions, it's not gonna work. Not gonna work out well for us. So that's definitely yeah. got to be an emphasis. Emphasis going forward, man, making sure we can keep that ball protected and we not putting it on the ground at any time. Mm-hmm. I did like though. I think this was the. This also was the third straight game with a two minute drive that ended with a touchdown. So, you know, that's that's something that's impressive to see, you know, being able to run that operation and having Sam Hartman and Gerard Parker being on the same page so that they can go out there and execute what they need to execute in a short amount of time. That's always no, impressive and a good sign of, a, of your offense that they can consistently get down the field in a two-minute situation. And yeah, that's yeah, that's a good, that's some good football right there. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's kind of, kind of something you expect too from you know a six year quarterback. You know, you kind of you think you would think you know he has that uh because as far as two minute goes, you know, a lot of most teams aren't running anything different. It's all a kind of base concept. So uh, you know, he's coming from team to team. It won't be much different from Wake Forest what he did with Notre Dame. What he's doing Notre Dame. So um, you know, for him having so much experience, I, I expect the two minute. I expect to score most times in two minute situations because he can be able to just. Get 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 the tempo wherever he wants it at, and then he can also get the receivers in the play he would he, whatever play he wants in basically. So, um, yeah, from a guy that's experienced as him, you definitely got to expect yeah. going forward. Anytime we get those up tempo situations, two minute, we can expect points. We should expect points anytime for sure. Now that's a big deal. That's a big deal yeah. right there to be able to get those points on the board, especially capitalizing off of turnovers. Yes. And in that fourth quarter, she get three interceptions in the fourth quarter. You get short field every time, and they go and do exactly what needs to be done. You exactly. Know? Yeah. They had two pick, two picks. Two in picks. The two picks. Excuse me. So bring me that. There we go. We need to talk about the picks. We can talk about these DBs, man. So mm-hmm. let, let me know yeah. how, how these DBs looking, man. I mean, they, man, they had a hell good. of a game. I think they definitely yeah. setting the tone for this defense. So, like, let me, in your opinion, you know, what are the, what, what are these DBs doing, man? Man, honestly, you can never give enough credit to the DBs. You got to really spread it all the way around, though, because the, the D-line's not getting the love that they should get. I mean, they only got one sack this game. But they're putting pressure on those quarterbacks, and they're not comfortable in the pocket. So when you have that, 
couple with with some DBs with sticky hands and they on those receivers and they know what they're doing. They reading routes, getting good breaks. Yeah, you're gonna have success on that defensive mm-hmm. side, man. Absolutely. DJ Brown's pick was beautiful. I mean, beautiful the way he broke on that dig. Yeah, that's textbook teach tape. Honestly, you know that's my boy. He's from the WCAC, back home guy. He went Absolutely. to St. John's though. He didn't, he didn't go to oh, Gonzaga, but he went to St. John's. But he going to Notre Dame, so he, right. at least he's making some good decisions. Some good, you got see, he's making good choices. Good, good choices, decisions, making good choices. And I think for guy. me, man, watching watching, it's like you're not seeing guys that's open. Like when they yeah. when the when they the other team catching passes, they contested catches. They they getting they kept making a catch. They getting hit right after they catch it. So that's a good sign of a that's a good sign of a great defense, man. Because when you got guys who when you got a you going playing as offenses who just got guys running wide open and, and you know they blip especially with all the blitz packages that they have and they got guys that are and they're on man man to man locked up. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to see from a defense because they can get that. The pressure there and the, the, the DBs can make plays in the ball, man. That's that's huge. Yeah, most definitely. Man. Mm-hmm. So that, that's probably my biggest takeaway of the game is I say the ability to pull away late in the game and be able to put and to close that door, that's so yeah. important. And to be able to show that early in the season and do that early in the season just tells you a lot about your team. You know, you got games that's coming down to the wire, like or Oregon, Texas Tech, they're coming down mm-hmm. to the wire. But then you got games with that's how you know that the level of competition is better with one team than it is with the other. That's how you know you could tell a true contender. Yeah, I'm saying it. A true contender. Oregon, true contender. True mm-hmm. contenders, man. I'm yeah. It's gonna be a, a hell of a year. I'm super excited to watch the Irish, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I think they yeah, they bring home something this year. They bring yeah. home something nice for the for the for the uh for the good old, what's that? What's that hallway called with all the trophies? I don't know what it's called, but they they about to add something to that joint. Yeah, I do yeah. not know the name of that. Uh, I, know, look, I don't know the name of that room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know about that. I'm about to say, I guess we, about 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 say, we, we never walked in that room, so I guess we wouldn't know yeah. much about it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, like and and for the people watching, man, like NC State is a tough team. Um, mm-hmm. I think I seen a stat. It was like they ain't been beat by twenty one points in like five, six years or something like something crazy stat. Like I mean, that's. That's not easy, you know. Keeping like keeping them games close and always, you know, fighting and having a chance in the game is means a lot. It says a lot about a team. So NC State's a really good team. Not always. Always putting out levels. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The, the defense man. always putting out really good players. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know to beat that team like that, man, really mean really makes a statement for sure. And going into this week. Hopefully got an easier easier appointment uh, opponent. Sorry, easier opponent, and then you know she should be able to get them starters out of there by halftime. You know, yeah, yeah. Central Michigan. I mean, they got Jim McElwain as a coach though, so that's somebody with a great pedigree. But uh, yeah, this should be an easy first half breeze. Mm-hmm. Get my boy Angeli back in there. Hopefully, Angeli throw him a couple more tutties. You know, that's what I want to see, so he can build his confidence going into next yeah, absolutely. year. Mm-hmm. He can feel confident and comfortable stepping in and taking those reins from Sam. Yeah, I think they're definitely doing a good job of keeping him active and mm-hmm. and involved in the offense. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm glad to keeping him active. I mean, yeah. I, you know, my opinion. I'm hoping we go to the transfer portal, get us another QB. I ain't. I'm. I'm off the. 
I'm off the QB yeah. development at, at Notre Dame. Let's just, just go to yes. let's go to the transfer portal. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> hey, man. hey, I'm yeah. I'll take my take my chances with a fifth year at this point, man. But right, nah, all right, I dig that. Before we, I'm a, I'm a, we gonna touch on that a little bit more. But who you got for your underdog player of the week this week, though, man? Oh what man, you know you I, got? I gotta I gotta go holding stays. Um, mm-hmm. Hell of mm-hmm. a game. Last mm-hmm. week he, he was honestly he was he was uh, also a candidate too um, yeah. from from how well he played even just blocking um, some some things people really wouldn't see and he catch also catching his first career touchdown last week but having two TDs this week and, and the plays he made it down the field and after the catch hell of a game hell of a game young man yeah. hell of a game yeah. that's how you put yourself on the map right there absolutely. I'm a- I'm gonna go with Xavier Watts, man. I think mm-hmm. he's definitely been stepping up a lot on the defensive side. Man. He had a pick, he had a nice, nice few tackles. And I didn't notice, but this some he's a guy that played receiver and trend yeah. and got switched over to playing safety now. And oh, now man. he's making plays, yeah, doing what he need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the guy, man. Shout out to those two underdogs of the week for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Good so job, my guys. We was talking about the portal. So, you know, it's hard to talk about the portal and not talk about Prime, Coach Prime, with the whole revamp, with the whole revamp roster, turned the joint over, and now they 2 0. Already doubled the win totals from last week. That's something right there. That's something right there. I ain't gonna lie. Could you see Colorado playing Notre Dame in the bowl game? What do you think? I don't know. They got, that's a tall. They they might have one of the toughest schedules left in college football. They got six ranked teams left to play. That's definitely got to be one. Of the That's tough. Schedules in college That's football. tough. That's <laughs> tough. Prime Prime definitely got his uh his work cut out for him. Um, but man, now what he building over there really special, bro. Like I mean, I think even as a player, um, I think if we, I think any player in college right now, like you seeing what they got going on, you like, man, I'm trying to be over there too. Like I don't, I don't care where you at, you know. Uh, you know, I think you know just the the attitude he brings, um, and even I mean, none of us was even alive when you know he was really when he was really balling um, in his prime, like when he was that dude. And, uh, and when you really go back and look at like what he did in the league and the things he did like in sports, I mean, you like well, why wouldn't I want to play for this dude? Like, like this dude would go play a whole football game fly fly across the country and then go play and play two baseball games and hit like hitting home runs stealing bases and then come back to the game and score two touchdowns like going crazy bro going like, crazy a true american sports yeah. story like an american sports legend right there like let you know about look the like money and look, look like, like money look like it, doing it too. you feel me like i mean you gotta love it uh you know as a you know as a player man like who else would you want to learn from honestly like, mm-hmm. there's no other coach in the country who can be like, there's only other, I mean, there's only other, maybe, what, one, two other coaches who'd be like, all right, I'm going to go play for him other than Dion. And that's Saban and, um, was it the dude from Georgia? Maybe. Like, and that's, maybe. that's a, that's a stretch. That's maybe. That's it's just maybe, maybe Saban's yeah. the only one, like, you know, like. And they kind so, of falling off. You talking about, and that's what I'm saying. And Bama, you know, you know saying, and a, Bama then took that L to Texas. Man, I'm about to say that might be a, that's a, and that might be the is that the the era is the era uh, is it is it over with? It's like, shifting. It's, I don't it, know, man. It's, it's going shifting, down. Man. It's definitely shifting, man. Uh, I'm just hoping that Notre Dame knows how to. 
Notre Dame go ahead, Euro step their way yeah. through Clemson losing, through Bama losing, and uh, lay yeah. up right in that college football playoff spot, man. That's what we yeah, do. man. It, right it, it it's it's gonna be it's an interesting year, man. I think uh, just all these transfers and all these switching schools and NIL stuff it making it's. I think it's gonna end up balancing this, the college football landscape a little bit more, man. Like I think it's I think more so than people think. Um, yeah. obviously, you know, you're going to have the big schools getting a lot with a lot of money, getting the big transfers and stuff, but all those transfers not going to work out, you know, you know, like, yeah, those transfers going to lead to more transfers. That's exactly. That's all that's going to do. That's, that's do. So, Say you know, person coming in, somebody else leaving out and going to another Right. Spot. You know, so yeah, it's no, like, it's, it's kind of just going to end up, I think it's going to kind of end up balancing itself out, man. And then kind of making a better, I mean, obviously it's going to be a team, you know, Georgia's right now on that team. Um, even though like right now, you know, they're kind of in the transition phase themselves. Uh, you know, it's 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 an open open I think it's open for anybody right now. I don't think there's any team that's like, man, they're just gonna be those the those the guys. Like I think right now it's just gonna be it's gonna open um it's open season for anybody. Yeah, I think it's definitely up for grabs in college football right now. You know, the the powers is definitely shifting. Definitely mm-hmm. shifting. But uh, you know, you still see those same consistent names. Those same names that's right up at the top. I think it's a good thing for college football when Notre Dame, Texas, Florida yep. State, when schools like that are, you know, doing great. I think that's good for college football as a whole. It, that's just my personal opinion. I think mm-hmm. that shows that it's more balanced and, and that the, the power is spread out and not just aggregated into one conference. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely would say after that, you know, I think well, it's great for the you know also Indie Nation, man. You know, it's great seeing Coach Kelly take that L. Uh <laughs> I know, yeah, I know we love that. They know we loving that L Coach Kelly took after he over here talking all that uh talking all that smack, talking about yeah, we're gonna beat at Florida State. This now I don't know if he beat Florida State yet in his career. Cause he definitely yeah. beat him when we was here. <laughs> yeah, nah, we we got janked though. We they cheated us though. No, nah, they know? definitely cheated us. They cheated us, they cheated us. We ain't gonna we ain't gotta talk about it. Too, yeah, that year just kind of – that year fell apart, man, after that game. At the seams. That changed yeah. all the way just apart. Right? All the way apart, man. man. But, nah, Coach Kelly, yeah, they uh, they, so they lost. They dropped that first one to Florida State, and they came back like, overcompensating, go hang like 72 on Grambling or something. I'm like, all right. Yeah, like, come on, man. We get it. We get it. Okay. You're trying to bounce back and show, but, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of – he, he took a lot of guys that played with them down there, I think, uh, that was coaching too. I think Nick Coleman's down there. Oh uh, yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick's. Oh, I know yeah. Nick's down there. I think um, Nico was Nico. with him. Nico was yeah. with them uh, for Tita. Uh, Coach Denbrock, He's obviously offensive coordinator, big part of the staff. Um, Flint, Jake, you know Jake Flint, you yeah. know, strength coordinator. Uh, guy, he was our guy, kind of. You know, because mm-hmm. Longo was kind of incapacitated yeah. most 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 days. Uh, <laughs> man, my guy, Coach Longo, that was my man too, though, man. Oh yeah, Big that was a guy. Blind as a bat, but hey, man, he was a he was a, he was a great dude. Yeah. Great dude, <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. But you know, you know, we talking about a lot of college football, but it was also week one of the NFL too. And how about them Cowboys, man? Oh, you know, I'm from D.C., but I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, you know, we, had Joe, we had Joe Theismann on here. I had to let him know I was a Cowboys fan from D.C. But, yeah. And now y'all seen what we just did to those Giants. The 40 I think, burger. 
I think, I think, I think Thizen might have got a Super Bowl before, had might have had a, a, a Super Bowl since the Cowboys have. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Joe Theismann really might have got one after that. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. Joe Theismann, he broke his leg in like the eighties. Wasn't it like was it the eighties? Oh, yeah, I guess it Something was eighties. Like yeah, man. Still, bro. Yeah. Like, stop playing with us. Stop playing with the Cowboys. Cause this our year. Not, you can joke, I'm, ha ha, he he, all you man, want. Listen. This our year. When you in Texas, you better be careful how you talking I'm, about the Cowboys. I'm in Dallas. Like you're in Texas, right? I'm in Dallas. Be careful how you speaking on I'm this. I'm in man. Dallas. I walk around with oh, Houston man. Texans gear on. I don't even like the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can wear that. Everybody tripping off that, man. <laughs> like, Carrie, like, you a Texas fan? I'm like, nah, not really. I just played there for a little bit. Man, every year, Dallas has these early games and they just blowing people out. They, I mean, the defense, don't get me wrong. Defense is fire. Defense yeah, is fire. De- the the is fire. blowout was a little different. Like It wasn't different. It wasn't two no touchdowns, different. Two touchdowns before the offense even touched the field. Come on, man. And then the offense, like, what, what the offense do? Got like two field goals. Yeah, but they did what they needed to do. They so with, the, with the defense going mean, average twenty one, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm I'm not a, a huge fan of Dak Prescott. So I'm, I have listen, man. Very I don't little think, faith in him. But I don't think the Dak conditions was just, crazy. The weather was it was raining just as much as it was at the Notre Dame game, bro. Like it's hard, you know. It's crazy trying to throw the ball in the rain. So yeah, well, making excuses for <laughs> and not and, yeah, right. and the college boys was really throwing the ball like. But yeah, I digress. How about them cowboys? Anyway, point blank period. Point man, listen. Period, man. I'm not trying to hear none about. I'm, of course, I'm gonna hear it about the cowboys every week because that's just the that's just what what it is. Like win or lose, especially if they win, they go into the Super Bowl every week. You get on, you get on ESPN. You gotta take with. it one game at a time. One game no, at a time. You gotta take one it game one game at a time. At a time they man. win. They win one game. It's like Super Bowl. Blowout last night. Oh, it's we we already won. You already won a Super Bowl. Y'all might as well just might as well. y'all might as well just right carry the trophy man. around. Hey, <laughs> y'all might as well carry the trophy after one mm-hmm. win. Like that's just how it goes. And I mean, definitely, I live in Dallas, so I just I get it. You know, day out. Yes, it was it today Monday. Pfft, Dallas everywhere. Everybody. All of a sudden, people mm-hmm. ain't ain't heard nothing. I know Cowboys all year. All of a sudden, Dallas people <laughs> people at Seven Eleven wearing yeah. Dallas shirts like. Stars yeah. is out there flying. The stars flying. Yeah, they waving, shorty. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And <laughs> we can't. We got to talk about Joe Burrow though. So his first game as the highest paid player in the league, and eighty-two passing yards. Mm. I. What's your thoughts on that? What's What's your thoughts on that? I'm not. Not looking anything into that. Not yeah. really looking much into that. I think that's just bad. You know, fluke game. Bad. You know, he's coming off. He's still. He just came off that calf injury he had during camp, so I don't think yeah. he was. He might not, might not have been fully there. He ain't been really had the reps with his receivers, you know, that he probably thought he would have. But hey, man, we're gonna let y'all go. We're gonna get up out of here. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to the Lucky Underdogs podcast. Mm-hmm. As always, signing off. This your boy DB Devin Butler. Hey, CJ Procise, man. Thank y'all for coming out and listening. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.